Hey there, this is Emily. And this is Rosa. Welcome to the Unchecked Podcast. We are two women from two different countries who will talk about living life in their late 20s. Hey everyone, welcome back to our latest episode. So up for today, we have our lovely guest, Jason. Hey, hi. Claps. <laughs> please, hold, hold um, your applause, please. It's, it's okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, so Jason reached out to me and was like, why aren't you inviting me to this podcast? Uh, and I'm like, uh, no, uh, that's not true. You mentioned it several <laughs> times during board games. And I'm like, oh, I guess uh, since I'm chained to this chair now, I might as well talk on this podcast. So that's just yep. As, as the episode title can clearly tell, he's gonna talk all about his dating life, and then we are gonna ask him a few questions to get a general understanding of you know how guys approach dating, especially in New York City. Um, but Jason, can you give us a quick introduction about yourself? Quick introduction. Is this my bio? Is this uh, what I put on my dating app? Is that what you're asking for? Like my dating. Oh app yeah. App? Oh yes. That's that's good. Okay. What do you put? on your dating app oh what do i oh, let me have a look i don't actually remember <laughs> i haven't looked at my bio in ages um also what kind of pictures do you put any oh, uh, the worst kind um, <laughs> yeah you can show it to us and we could describe it to the audience uh, i think that's the best good. way to do it uh, the audience uh the, isn't privy to this i don't think they'd want to know um <laughs> let's see so hinge doesn't have a really a bio coffee meets bagel i basically put like for the i am section i put like what i'm doing during lockdown um so let me have a look uh i am spending lockdown reconnecting with old friends working out expanding my playlist hosting virtual game nights learning languages and binging anime something like that. yeah but like jason who are you though like we like let's say someone just meets you for a to- first time and you're giving them like a two two sentence pitch like who are you who am i uh it's an existential question that's too early to ponder during the day um yeah i'm just some bloke uh from hong kong who studied uh, in the uk for a bit and now i'm in new york uh trying to evade all my uh all my flaws and uh and mistakes yeah and what did you study in when you were in england i studied psychology so i can read people's minds uh, naturally oh, oh my yeah. god this is good i always wanted to talk to a psychologist i mean i've got many math math um like uh, friends who did math but they're not mathematicians either so i don't yeah, think i see that that level of insight so what are you doing now uh, what am i doing now um market research pretty boring i just show up and they pay me so yeah it's the contract we signed <laughs> sounds good yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah um so i guess we could go into like dating profile questions so when you open an app and you look for i assume it's a, a girl or woman what do you typically look for like what are their characteristics when i open the app like when when the profiles come up you mm-hmm. mean yeah yeah uh, be yeah. honest uh, yeah of course i uh, um you know as the only one of the only male guests you've ever had on this show i represent all male uh, perspectives yes i'm representing <laughs> no, all I'll men be. here yeah everything i say is completely universal towards all uh, people with y chromosomes um hashtag no old man yeah um, <laughs> what do i look at i the, i guess the first thing you see is the are the are the photos right and then mm-hmm. and then if you like what you see or you find them attractive then you go and look into the other stuff like their clauses or like their prompts 
their answers, etc. Right, but what do you um, look at in the photos, Jason? Like face, what do I look at it? body. Yeah. Damn, Emily, <laughs> you're going for it. Uh, I don't think that's too different to what girls would look in the photos. I'd probably you look at the face first, and then you look at the body, and then yeah, you go from there. I mean, that depends, huh? Because Emily and I, I think we look very differently in our profiles. Like, I don't know. I think it was you who said I never swipe right for guys that have a shirt their shirts off. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, no, swipe right. <laughs> Yeah, that's me. Especially if this is their first photo. Maybe like a few photos in, but if it's their first photo, they're obviously asking. They're asking for you to check out their, their apps. Yeah. yeah. This is a meat market. Come <laughs> on. Right. <laughs> Show right. me the goods. <laughs> yeah, man. They're proud of their body. You know, they got a self-love. They got to show, show off what they have, man. Yeah. But Jason, do you like, I guess, are there any specific things you look out for? Like in terms of characteristics of the people? Or they... You mean from the photos or from the, uh, from the bios? The bios. I think for sure if they don't have anything written down that's a turn off and that's almost immediately like a swipe left mm-hmm. um yeah if they have nothing to say then well either they think that they're attractive enough to not have anything there so people would just swipe right anyway or um which might be the case but no thanks um or they just don't they don't put that much effort in this these dating apps anyway so there's no point yeah so you just want someone with sus- sustenance some sustenance <laughs> yeah some food please yes someone that eats. i require sustenance <laughs> yeah some some something like that okay so let's say you both match Right. What it, do you typically wow, send the first rare. message? Um, do I typically send the first message? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what do I you say? say? Of course, like, but, but yeah. Unless it's Bumble, yeah, I do send the first message because I don't really expect the girl to ever send the first message. And how do you like Bumble? Because, for example, a lot of my guy friends hate it because they say that, like, you know, they get matched, but girls never message anything. Never, like, they never go, like, they don't get, they match, but they don't never talk to any girl because the girls don't talk. So from the very small sample size of my matches uh, on Bumble, yeah, I would say that more of them have matched and not sent anything than actually initiate a conversation but what do you say when you first message what do i say so yeah do you say like hey baby uh, no <laughs> jesus <laughs> Um, I think a lot of guys, I don't know, d- depending on how naturally fun you are, but I think a lot of guys do kind of put some thought into what they want to say, or at least my circle of friends. I don't, oh, I'm sorry. I'm speaking for all men here. So I forgot. Yes. All men um, <laughs> think very hard about what they say. Oh, sorry. Going, circling back to your previous question, because I think we're getting through this really quickly. What do I look for? Like in the bio, uh, if there's nothing there, then, then, you know, no thanks. But um, it's usually like stuff that we may have in common, like interests that we may have in common or anything funny or interesting any like travel story that i find you know quite bizarre quite out there anything like that that's usually a point to think you know that makes me think oh this person is quite interesting or this person has, a, has an interesting way of thinking about things or oh hell yeah th- th- this person likes anime too let's both weeb out together um so you know that's that's sort of the thinking behind it and then that then informs like what the first message i'm gonna send is like if they like anime then i'll say i'll ask them about what their favorite one is or like what they thought of the last season whatever if it's something about something interesting that they mentioned about their trip um then i'll ask them how that happened where else they they went is that their favorite favorite place to go etc um so yeah if you if you have a bland profile this this works for guys as well if you have a bland profile you're gonna get a bland first 
and the initiation initiating a question it's just how to rosa let me know if this is like i think this is out of the norm because like a lot of messages i get from guys are like hey period no but the, the, see this is the thing like i will say that there's two for me there's like two kind of <clears throat> i feel like there's the guys that send the same thing to like 10 girls that they match and he's like hey how was your day beautiful or something like that and then there's guys like jason who like say something nice but like that like that they actually took their time and read your profile and they say something like oh i went to machu picchu too because i know as i had i went to peru i'm from peru so i have a picture i used to have a picture of machu picchu so it's like oh do you go there by so and so do you hike do you look like you hike there because i like all of my hiking year so it's it's good when people take their time to get to know you i mean the point is to get to know you but i think that because this is a numbers game a lot of people think that just because they just like throw a fishnet to the ocean and they're gonna think mm-hmm. so yeah for sure i think i i don't know quite a few of my friends are aren't dating apps i don't i don't think any of them are i mean there's some that are terrible at it um and <laughs> not in the funny way either but yeah some in the funny way and then s- some who maybe spend too much time on it i don't think any of them would just send hey i think that i mean they're probably gonna do themselves a big disservice i don't think any of my friends are attracted enough en- enough to just send hey and get a re- good response you know i really like the fact that like you're highlighting that being attractive is okay like it's okay most people that don't have personalities are usually attractive because you can just rely on no personality. I mean, I'm come from Miami, so I know yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of people like that. But like now that like, for example, I just turned 30. Oh my God. It was so hard to say that. Milestone. I know, right? Oh my God. But like now that I'm on this other side and I have, a, I know a lot of people that are really attractive, mm-hmm. right? That spend a lot of money to look that way, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. and it's just like age comes to all of us, you know? And like, yeah, it's like you can't, Im- beauty is not a bad investment, right? So I always wonder when when these people, you know, that are on the on, on these apps, when they age out of being this hot, what are they going to do, you know? Because if you have hobbies, Botox. Yeah, Botox. <laughs> yeah, plastic surgery. Quick trip to Korea. Yeah. Hello, did did you see that YouTube video? It's like, you're not ugly, you're ugly just because <laughs> yeah. you're, you're poor. Like, if you... <laughs> It's true. It, it is like if you see like yeah, and I believe I a hundred percent believe it. If you follow football, Rosa, but like if you saw like pictures of Cristiano Ronaldo before he made a big, like he does not look as good as he does now. Oh yeah, my god, he, his teeth! Exactly. Oh my god, yeah. Like I, I and like various other things, but be, uh, but I think the most. I mean, he's also like really. He was from Medeira, yeah, right? Yeah. Like one of the most Medeira, poorest yeah. areas of Portugal. So, yeah. Like I I get it, but it's like eventually you're gonna like your beauty currency is gonna run out, right? That's That's true. Like for example, like you like anime a lot, right? Like that's I would say like it's a big hobby of yours. Like I like anime a lot too, and I would get so excited when I I will see people that have this kind of same level of, of like they really like this. For example, One Piece, which I'm obsessed about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I have so much personality because I'm fucking ugly. Oh, can we swear on this? I didn't even <laughs> ask. <laughs> uh, it's confidence, uh, dude. I've like, met stop. very not so attractive guys that have confidence, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters, honestly. You could have the hottest guy in the world, but if he has doesn't even have an ounce of confidence, he's gonna look ugly. Honestly, I really do think, and like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that like us women, we're more forgiving in the beauty department. Like, we don't really get, like, especially like as we mature we don't care that much about looks and like the most attractive guys that i dated like had been the most like asshole type of guys that i dated you know 
<laughs> until until the recent one, which he's he's an angel comparatively. Yeah, like exactly. Emily knows, you know. So like it's like it's just saying that looks are not everything. Yeah, I, I, it's hard for me to say it as someone from Miami, you know, and it's someone who is shallow too. But I do think that having substance, like Emily said, is important because you're gonna there's gonna be a time that you're gonna run out of things to like say that are like nothing, and then you're gonna like just look at each other and you're gonna get bored. Exactly. Like, how long do you have sex for until you're like, I'm done? Can I talk to you now? No, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> no pillow talk. No pillow talk. Okay, let's move into the juicy part of this segment, which is. Oh, God. Wait, that wasn't the juicy part? Jeez. No, that's just date. We talked about profile. We didn't even talk about dating. What is your dating style? What was, uh, can you define the question? Are you an Emily? who goes to the same bar with three different guys because she likes the 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 bar and she's like well i'm gonna have a good time so she's like let me just bring them all to the same place that i like or you're like me who's like oh i like this guy likes to like he plays violin so let's do this oh this other guy he plays basketball let's have a match because i used to also play like more like you know, are you catering or are you like let's all go to the same place <laughs> I have personality in my dates. Let's just clarify this for a second. Emily, are you are you just like? I mean, are if you it just works, like, you just take them to Cheers. <laughs> the same pub. I did. I mean, so there's a really quick plug. A bar across the street from my workplace that I've went on several dates with because it's literally on the way to the same train station. Convenience. Exactly. Yeah, convenience, right? Gotta if it's not going well, then you can gotta escape plan sorted. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's sort of a dating style. I'm quite accommodating. I don't oh know. I'm open to like both indoor and outdoor stuff. So like if they just want to chat over a boba or coffee, I don't actually drink coffee, but I'll, I'll still go. Um, then yeah, we can just have a sit down, chat for a few hours, have a chin wag. Have a chin wag. A chin wag. Yeah, that's what we call a, ch- a chat in well, in the UK. Uh, I'm out for more active stuff. Um, so I played ping pong before. Probably not the best dating idea because it antagonizes you immediately. Um with that person and you're also standing like far well a, a quite a good social distancing distance away from that person um but if you play doubles then i guess that's fine but also like i'm up i would up, be up for like pool or ice skating um done a few of those so it runs the gamut yeah. okay okay um, what is the weirdest thing a girl has ever asked you oh my god i i'm sure my exes have asked me some weird question at some point uh but i, I don't think that's what we're really talking about i actually i would i actually prefer weird questions i'd rather people ask me questions like the weirder the better so we can have like a good laugh about it and then you know weird questions you can explore some weird details about the, the other person and see what their humor is like so I, i'm i'm fine with weird questions um it's when they don't ask questions that's much worse much much worse yeah have you ever been on a date and like five minutes in or ten minutes in you're like okay i'm done and if that has ever happened how do you ever do you get out like for example i watch uh this this <laughs> show with uh soy kravis and she literally just left that's so mean she went to the bathroom and like just took off and i just like no. watched that and i was like i was like i didn't know i can do that I mean, I wouldn't, but you know, that's like uh, so yeah. hot. Like, not in a good way, you know. Like, too yeah. many morals to do that to people. Um, no, I, I would never just uh, flee in the first five minutes or whatever. Uh, e- even if I felt it wasn't going well, I'd probably say something like, "It's probably been working out." Or in the middle, like, whatever you're having dinner, and then you're like, "I need to get the fuck out of here." But the thing is, I okay. So going back to the original question about the the what I would do for the first day, I wouldn't. I would not initiate dinner. I wouldn't say dinner. I wouldn't make it a meal. 
uh well three things i would i wouldn't do for a first date yeah. a movie wouldn't do a movie for a first date because what's you can point? make out after why not <laughs> yeah why why didn't i think of that oh my god <laughs> oh revelations um uh yeah and then the second thing is dinner or any like long meal or anything like that because you don't even know if you like this person yet or like if you can actually get along so um and then the third one is uh anything i mean not necessarily but i don't prefer alcohol on the first date um because i don't i want that person to be themselves and you know and not mm-hmm. under the influence of anything and i want me to be myself um so i'd rather not be on any any substance um so yeah that's 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 mine but no i wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't just um ditch the girl <laughs> in five minutes without saying anything no rosa have you done that before ditch a guy in the middle of a date no like i haven't ditched a guy mm-hmm. i mean i have caught it short i have like messaged she's fantasized Kat- about it but she's not done it yet or like i don't know who it was actually it was in new york and like i asked them to call me uh, to pick you up so i just like you know like i was like so novella like oh my god <laughs> something horrible happened i have to leave you and I left but honestly I felt like it was more like doing us both a favor yeah because it was just like awkward in both sides it wasn't only me it was him like probably he was like thank god you know <laughs> thank god she left before we ordered <laughs> has it happened to you no right Emily me oh uh no so same thing I faked it so I was like oh I have a call from work I have to go he was getting Fair really enough. creepy so I was like I need to get out of here <laughs> and then the other time I couldn't get out it- I honestly, it was an hour date. We got drinks, margaritas, bar. and food for dinner, yes, which is. I really regret. She's got an endorsement no, deal. That no. you can't tell I didn't even say the name of the restaurant. <laughs> I was, he was just, he was, just, it's like when someone is so nervous that he just talks at you instead of to you. And so it just ends up being him talking for an hour. And I was literally wanting to run, but I couldn't. So we had to finish the meal. He drank 30, like 80% of the margarita. I paid half the bill. And that was it. <laughs> See, a good question. Do you pay half? Do you pay? Do you do that switcheroo of like, I'm going to pay for everything? Or do you just like look at each other and it's like, we'll figure it out? How is it? Yeah, it is, I guess it is quite an awkward moment. I, I definitely prefer to go Dutch. I definitely prefer to split it, especially on a first date. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, um, I can grab dinner and you can grab uh, drinks or you can grab that dessert or whatever or i i can pay for ice skating and you get dinner or whatever mm-hmm. like an exchange in, in in any way um or you know you can venmo me or whatever have you seen girls act coy like not like pretending they'll be i'll pay for it and then just like not reaching into their wallet <laughs> not quite that dramatically i think um to be fair to most to most of them they're, they're quite they're quite nice about it um even after they notice I pay, I paid for the thing. They would offer to pay back. Um, mm. But yeah, but I, I do have a strong opinion about this. I do think, I don't think that guys should pay for the whole thing every time, all the time, whatever yeah. it is at diamond earrings or whatever. <laughs> well, diamond earrings <laughs> or getting like whoa, <laughs> diamond earrings. That's so rare. That's so random. Yeah, I as I as the representative and delegate of all mankind of of all male kind, um, stand firm on this. Yeah. What is the weirdest date you've been on? Like the most awkward, like traumatizing date, if you have any. That's- None of my dates have been awful. Uh, I don't think, or maybe I don't know. I guess if you've never had a bad date, then you're the. Bad oh my date, god! Right? Um, but 
of course there are awkward times and awkward bits like for example um this one girl like when we said hi she tried to shake my hand no. which was uh, a little formal but yeah. that's nothing out of the ordinary i didn't make a big deal out of it i just laughed um and then another oh yeah there was this time where so i told my friends where i was gonna have my date um <gasps> big 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 mistake because i was asking them for like recommendations i was yeah. like i don't know where fuck like to get whatever where was it where'd you end up going i'm new i'm new here i'm not i'm, I'm not from new york so I, I don't know this place so they're like uh i, I can't remember it was some boba place um and uh near saint mark's i think and um yeah so so they told me where to go i was like yeah sure it sounds good I was, um and that's where we went and then uh out, during our our chat uh at the place one of my friends not one he of the ones that actually to told there. me where to yeah. go so he wasn't involved like he wasn't like he wasn't even there when i asked the question he just yeah he just he just walked he walked in i was like oh my god what are you doing here i'm not gonna name drop because that'd be too weird but yeah oh my god what are you doing here and then he was like oh i just need to use a restroom and i was like oh okay uh i'll tell you the code because it needs a code blah blah anyway extraneous details aside um and then and then we he, he walked out and then and then it was fine and then when i went to the loo after um i i messaged my 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 mother group of friends saying oh you wouldn't believe who just walked in on our date and then she was like oh <laughs> you wouldn't believe that we're all standing outside no <laughs> and that they planned the whole thing no! i was like oh my god Oh, so freaking creepy! Like drive by, like that's not even the end. Okay, that, that was bad <laughs> enough. Okay, because they all planned the they planned the whole thing. I mean, they did they didn't wreck it or anything. It was just like mm-hmm. they just walked in. They were just standing outside waiting just to see what the girl looks like, basically. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, oh, I've got I've got normal friends. I swear. Um, and but that wasn't even the worst bit. So and then um, so essentially the 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 date wasn't that bad. So we went to grab dinner after. Um. And then we picked uh, this Taiwanese restaurant, uh, and then in the middle of the din- uh, of the meal, I saw my friends walk. So we were standing, we were sitting near the near the the door, and then I saw my friends walk from the inside oh, okay, of, okay. of the restaurant out to exit. And then okay. I was like, "You motherfuckers, you did it again!" And they were like, "No, coincidentally, literally just went to the same restaurant for I dinner." Mean, it makes sense. They're like same group of friends. They like you know go to the same restaurant. And then yeah, just, yeah. And then I kicked them out. Oh, okay. That wasn't that bad. For some reason, I thought you were the one who told me that like the girl started crying in front oh of you. Oh my him. god! Really? <laughs> like she did something oh. wrong? Yeah, it was second date though. She was kind of crazy. Um, but speaking of friends, this reminded me of the time when uh, I went to I was at St. Mark's too, and then I got spot dessert with this guy. And so this guy I met like at 14th Street or something. And we got we went to a bar first, and then we ended up going to spot. And I was sitting there, like not wanting to really be there, but I'm really bad at saying no. And I remember Tom walking by me, like on St. Mark Street, and then he messaged me, and he was like, "Emily, you oh, look so miserable." Oh, Tom wanted to save you. <laughs> oh, like I wasn't that miserable. I hope it didn't really show through. <laughs> um, but I think that was so funny. You know, I have a question since you've um, been to the UK and now in the United States. Like, 
because I'm, I live in France now, mm. so there's some. We talked before about the differences of dating here in yeah. France and the United States. Do you find any differences in like maybe from UK, uh, Hong Kong? Oh yeah, for sure. Or US? Oh yeah. Have you dated? Have you dated a Hong Kong girl? I actually totally want to know what Hong Kong girls are like. Oh my. God. Not generalizing. No, 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 all Hong Kong girls are the same. No, I'm. I, I speak upon of, of upon all men about all hong kong girls they're all because i could no, t- i could totally talk about all hong kong guys when i was studying oh, in hong kong. i want to hear about that you know i watched so much youtube from hong kong so i really want to know oh really okay so i uh, i didn't date in the uk so i i wouldn't really know um but there are dutch a bullet there not no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say about british women oh no um i said what i said uh, nice let me just drink my water the brits because i mean that was college as well right a university in in the uk like Mm. university at anywhere would be a little bit more let's say freewheeling um just snogging people left and right um especially in the uk i mean i have a lot of friends from the uk and their stories yeah they they you know went to yeah (laughs) went to a posh private school in the uk they they do get up to some some nasty dodgy shit i haven't been in a relationship with anyone in the u.s but like just the dating um situation is quite different from hong kong i think my circle of friends in hong kong are quite serious about dating i feel like mm. especially the girls um I, I like four of my close uh female friends are all like in pretty solid long-term relationships and one of them is about to get married or she's engaged and the guys yeah i guess there's there's a spread as there is anywhere but a lot of the guys i know from hong kong are are looking for something a bit more serious um at least they're you know they wouldn't turn down you know a, a fling or or something uh, you know mm. that's more spontaneous but i think their their sentiment going into these dating apps is uh, to find something long term rather than a one night stand or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I can't speak for all of my what friends. I definitely have friends who prefer to fuck around. I'm also generalizing because I actually didn't date any Hong Kong guys when I was studying abroad <laughs> in Hong Kong. I went to CUHK for university, so and like a lot of the a lot of the guys just seem like mama's boys. They'd be like, "Let me bring my laundry back home to my parents, wash it for me." And I'm like, "You know, you, there's a laundromat like right there on campus." I don't. They just seem very like not as independent as like Asian American guys or just like American guys in general. But that's just my perspective when I was in university. I think yeah, I could probably explain it because they haven't they haven't gone abroad, like they haven't gone to boarding school or whatever. They've stayed in Hong Kong, and. I guess maybe because during high school they've always lived with their parents and of course even after university they would live with their parents because in hong kong you cannot afford your own place no matter what yeah so i guess they just they've had this routine where you know their mom watches their undies <laughs> for for the longest time and then and they haven't thought to break out of it um because it's comfortable i don't think it's necessarily that that they've thought too much about it um yeah, I think it's it's again it's more of a culture difference, right? Like I just like guys that are more independent. Um, yeah, yeah. U.S. dating is a lot more um, open. open. Yeah, that's a good word. I was about to say something in Cantonese, and that that wouldn't make sense. Um, but yeah, is is it is a lot more open. People have you know New York. You clearly have a lot of competition um, for suitors, right? There are a lot of skilled and smart people around um and yeah so you keep yourself open you date around you date multiple people at a time um and you don't commit to anything until you guys are exclusive this is a completely not completely but for the most part 
quite a foreign concept in Hong Kong. I think in Hong Kong, once you are with someone, you are with that person, and you don't really—at least you're not talking to five other oh. girls or like five okay, other guys. Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah. really what happens. So it's like in Hong Kong. Let's say I'm with this guy. I meet I meet this guy. Maybe I like him, right? So we go on a few yeah. more dates. I don't meet up with other guys because I know I'm committed to this one person until we fall out or like I move on. Like you might, like you might be speaking to one or two other guys during your first date or your second date, or, but once you have a good feeling about about that person, or yeah, you don't really, um, you don't really play the field anymore. I feel like there's a much more of an implicit, uh, agreement, I guess, between the two of you that you are in a relationship, and you don't have to wait until someone says, "Oh, by the way, I think we should be explicit before." And anyone actually decides that you are a relationship. I think people call themselves boyfriend and girlfriend just right off the bat, pretty quickly. Oh my god, that's not what it is in France. Like, I seriously, I think, what the hell did we do wrong in the United States? You know, like, why the hell do I hear some of my girlfriend be like, "We're one year together, but I still don't know if we're together, together or not together, or what do I do?" And it's like. Bro, you've been spending one year of your life with someone you still do not know what the hell you are. Yeah, it's a little bit too much. Like, yeah. w- like what the fuck is going on in America? Like, I mean, about everything. <laughs> unless they're wait, unless you're unless they're okay with it. Like, I was with this guy for six months, and we didn't really define that we were together because I didn't feel like I needed to. It's I think it's a manufactured gray zone, gray area that people mm-hmm. have in the U.S. That because. I don't know they're needy or whatever. That's uh, a perfect that's... way to describe it. Manufacture gray zone. I'm totally writing that down. It's 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 an ambiguity that doesn't actually need to be there, but you've just uh, manufactured it there for because of the social norms or dating norms in the U.S. where no one knows what the fuck's going on. It's like we're all we're all still in middle school trying to figure out who kissed who. Um, Honestly, every time I t- speak with people that were like, you know, that live somewhere else, it's like everyone in the U.S. needs to get some global perspective of how insane we act sometimes. You know, it's like amazing how like people can like just spend so much time now. I mean, I understand like that you you're okay with this, but at the same time, it's hard for me to be like, then why are you wasting your time? Like, you know, like one mm-hmm. thing is like hook up and go. I get that. But one yeah. thing is like developing feeling with people and like, you know, and then all of a sudden that person goes away. It's like, I don't know, like it's really weird. Yeah. At the same time, I feel like you live and you learn. Like that was an instance I want to make sure like right now, moving forward, when I go date, like I want to see it as a long term relationship. So I'm not like going to screw around. But I don't. Yeah. As to your point, there are people that just do that forever or until they reach like a certain age and they're like, oh, wait, I need to sell down. Yeah, I think uh, to be fair to americans which um i think it's not only the u.s that does this i mean that i there are plenty of people i know in the in hong kong who still do this and still fuck around and and of course the, this is a phenomenon in uk as well um but yeah i think it's just about i think they just want to keep their options open right they're just be kind of being selfish about what they want instead of thinking about what the other person wants they just want to keep themselves their options open so that they can you know they have uh, more options of fun or more people to hang out with or whatever um more sex positions to try or whatever um <laughs> right <laughs> yeah um so that they're not tied down to one person i feel like maybe some people just don't like that feeling of just being just seeing one person week you know week going on week going yeah i mean and see like i get that and as long as both of you are on the same page yeah. that's good 
But I think a lot right. of times, like you said, the whole gray zone, a lot of times it's like one part of the party is not really happy about yeah. the status quo, but they just don't want to rock the boat. So they don't say anything. Mm. And that's where the I think the, the anguish and the, I don't know what we are. Should I define the relationship? That's where all the like half of the core questions and Reddit are yeah. from, you know? <laughs> Like, it's like those people that are like, okay, I'm here. I don't know how I got here. And I would like to make Kim more serious. But if you're both into this, like, whatever, let's see how yeah. it goes. Like, yeah, I totally agree. Party. It's about the communication. Like, if you're both okay with just being fuck buddies, then there's nothing wrong. There's no ideal relationship. There's, you know, who's to say? Um, but yeah, as exactly. long as both parties are okay with it, then that's fine. Like Blink Empire Sherry. <laughs> With and her husband with two kids and he hasn't like he hasn't proposed to her yet and she had to like force propose to him at the end of the show. Okay, I have very strong opinions about that, but I would like to know Jason's first. <laughs> I have not watched Blade Empire, but I've heard stuff about it. So, yes. Spoiler alert to. <laughs> no, I, I, know, I know who Sherry is. I've I've heard about Sherry. Yes, Rosa, what's your take? I just I just felt so bad for her because they're still not married. They're not? I thought he I thought she proposed to him. They're engaged at least, right? Yeah, but they're still not married. Uh. Like, you know, it's interesting because, you know, like my boyfriend is French and I feel like the French have a very also interesting way of like, you know, commitment. Like there's a lot of like I mean, at least of the people that I know here forever girlfriends. And it's very interesting for me because I I am very I was raised in the United States, but I'm from Miami and from Peru. So kind of like you said about people from Hong Kong, the girls from Hong Kong is like, well, like I'm not gonna play house forever and not get a ring, you know? Like you know what I mean? Because it's like mm -hmm. you put a lot on, and it's not about just like getting a ring. It's about like you know, like if I'm gonna be showing your commitment, showing your commitment to something. It's like we're already built. For example, building a house together. Or like you know, people have kids and like have a house and all these things, and they're not married. And then it's like, and then something happens to your your partner, and then what can you do? You can't even go to the hospital and you know sign anything for them because there's no legal stature. For you you know or you don't get any benefits or anything like that so like marriage is more not just like the commitment but it's more like you know like what is gonna happen to to them as a couple that's why i feel bad for her because she really wants to get married and he's not there and i think that's, that happens a lot with couples that one of them is there one of them is not there you know that's why i felt bad for sherry because i was like mm -hmm, i mm -hmm. get you like she really i mean she has two kids what happens if if she gets sick like she wants to make sure that her kids are gonna be okay that right, right. provided for you know it's like yeah. normal so yeah i felt bad <laughs> it's like no sherry i'm i'm rooting for you <laughs> okay so we're switching gears a little bit and then we're gonna talk about <laughs> personality type and love languages so jason what's your take on those um so i as someone who studies psychology um who's speaking on behalf of all psychologists everywhere um i don't actually like uh personality types or you know the 16 personality whatever bullshit um i i don't find them informative or interesting i don't yeah i they're more pop psychology than anything that's written that's any hmm. that has any clinical bearing um, because people, I mean, just the method of people finding out their, their personality types is already flawed. Like they just do a questionnaire and people lie to themselves all the time. <laughs> like they would, they just 
say the, the best thing or the worst thing about them and then well pop there you there you go and when they don't agree with it they'll just redo it again you know <laughs> so how, how could you say that's valid but i got the same personality type every time i take it you do and what's your personality type then? yeah which which one is it es esfj I, I again i have no idea what that means the basic one you are quite basic aren't you i'm basic af yep that's me yeah that's how i live my life maybe maybe personality it's- types are correct then maybe i've got to this not jokes <laughs> So ES one quick sentence. ESFJ, also known as the caretaker or console personality, tend to be outgoing, loyal, organized, and tender-hearted. They gain energy from interacting with other people, which, like you know, I would say ninety percent. That that sounds like yeah, but you know, these statements are all very generic. They're all slightly positive, very generic statements. It's like horoscopes, and don't we get don't get me started on those. Those are much worse. <gasps> oh my god! Those are so much worse. I knew you were gonna talk about astrology. Uh, but yeah, if if, 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 if Rosa's <laughs> if Rosa's identity is based off of. Uh, horoscopes I should, i'll probably not talk about them but like, yeah i mean even the original 16 personalities is actually based off of like hundreds of questions like people don't mm. go through the whole thing like people just take some you know brief 20 20 question one and think that's it but it's based out off of a lot of, a lot more questions so how about love languages then what a lot of people don't um know about love languages is that you have to uh, divide them between the ones that you receive and the ones that you give yes people just think oh people always mess that up my love language is physical touch does that mean you like touching people or yes. you like being touched and maybe that was yes. the wrong one to choose yeah i mean my my first one for both would be quality time and then i think my second one for uh giving is mm. uh, acts of service and uh receiving might be words of affirmation and then like gifts is like the last because um i've got no money and i people i don't want your gifts i i always thought it was physical touch for me but i think for me it's quality time first and foremost followed by uh someone giving me words of affirmation and then i like to give them physical touch so it's kind of like switched yeah for me definitely quality time like there's something uh in french that i always just learned that is like i need your attention now It's like I am in need of attention, or I say like I am a flower that is that is uh what's it called is dying in because you're not giving me attention. But it sounds better in French, I promise. We 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 we. There's a double a double entendre somewhere there. I don't know. Quality time for me doesn't mean that you have to be completely attentive to that person the entire time. Like I've been in two yes. uh, long distance relationships before, and trying to be like a hundred percent attentive. Uh, on a Skype call for that last seven hours, it's impossible. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, um, maybe not that long, but yeah, a couple, a few hours, a few hours. Jason, what are your pet peeves? Can you give me an example? <laughs> I hate it when I'm talking to someone, they're looking at their goddamn phone. When a guy is eating Ooh, a chicken wing. Chew with their mouth open. Chicken wings are so dangerous. I, w- I never, no, would never no, order No, because that's what I did. Anything, any finger food? Tur- no, he Jason, like, this is order. how I was eating it. He was like... <laughs> like, a, like a fucking typewriter. Like a corn on the cob. I was so traumatized. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this chicken is good. But I can't. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, Where's Bonchon? You have to tell me oh, later uh, okay. where I can get Bonchon. Yeah, phone's not great if they're like just... I mean, I get it. Like sometimes something something right. happens, uh, work or your friends, whatever. Yeah, you'd have to take a call, whatever. That's fine. But like if you're constantly on your phone, it's not great. Uh, or maybe I'm not great. That's why you're looking at your phone. Um, and then I don't know. 
but yeah. Yeah. Wow. So so you give so much grace to the girls you've actually met on dates. I feel like you haven't really like. There's nothing bad. They're just normal, I guess. Yeah, I don't think any of them have been any. They're not evil villains. Uh, so yeah. Darn. I think they're all right. I mean, no, no, no juice here for you to squeeze, saws. No, no, no hot sauce. out there. I have like, no tea uh, to spill. Well, I mean, I do get that with the slow messaging thing. I really, I mean, I don't like to message a lot, but when I message, I'm like, so what are you doing? Like, especially when that person is on the phone all the time and it's like, okay, so why are you not messaging back? I get bored, like, fast about that. I, I don't, like, stay yeah. with people that are bad messengers for a long time. I don't know. Yeah. I I usually, like, if they at least know grammar, least then I just want to meet up with them for coffee because, like... You mean English grammar. <laughs> they could be... Their, their Japanese grammar might be really good. You wouldn't know. That's a good yeah. point. I mean, you don't know if that's, English is their second language. That Right. Okay. So, regardless, because there's a time when I talked to this guy for a whole month until I saw him. And I was like, I wasted an entire month. Why? Why do you mean that you wasted it? It wasn't... We weren't, we, weren't a, we weren't a good match when I met in person. Like, we had really great, like, quote, unquote, texting mm-hmm. chemistry. But when I met him in person, it was just like so. Yeah. And what made it weird? So for me, he was just very awkward. I don't know. It was just like we didn't, our personalities didn't match. Like it just wasn't the right fit. It wasn't basic enough. So for me, it's like, oh, <laughs> it was, shut the. So usually for me, it's like, oh, I, if I talk to him for one week, it's like, okay, like you want to meet up for coffee the week after. And then I just like go for it. There's like no point wasting time texting, I think. It's just like when I, like actually, I like the opposite. I rather just message, like, bet a person. For, longer and make sure that when i actually see you you're worth my time but i don't know because i just like i mean getting coffee is like nothing to me you know i don't right, know right but you're seeing the per- like you're seeing the physical person the guy that you're gonna think, meet yeah. and date yeah, yeah. F- physical chemistry is yeah. really important i think you're not just gonna have the cyber relationship for as, right. as long as emily had hers <laughs> um, it's only yeah. one month all right don't relax relax um, i died okay <laughs> Wait, but like any dating red flags? Oh yeah, Rosa, dating red flags. You've met so much, so many. Okay. (laughs) Emily's like literally like, you only date red flags, which is true. But okay, anyway. (laughs) Okay, first, the the whole slow text. I think that once you like, you know, he takes like 20 years to message you, you just like don't even reply. Like it's over, you know? Like also Mm -hmm. like, I think that if you go on like a couple of like four dates and they're like kind of like the same thing of always going for drinks it's like obviously not gonna amount to nothing if you want to keep going for drinks and hooking up whatever you know but if you're just going for drinks then you're not like getting to the next serious level for the most part and like out of the personality of the person of, of the guy that i'm dating or whatever i think that one of the red flags that I always happens because I always date Leos and guys that are like, I am enough. I'm going to pay for everything. I'm going to do everything. It's two things. One, like all the Korean men I dated, do not ask me what I want to be eat- to eat. No, I'm just kidding. But honestly, like I have so many dates, like regardless of ethnicity, that the guys have like just ordered food and not even asked me. Oh, that's weird. Man, how do they know what to order? I always ask because I don't I have no idea what to order. So I'm like, you decide, please. <laughs> They always take me like to a really like I before I, I guess I freaking dated the same person over and over again. So which is good. Like get out of the same circle that you do because I think like for me I always dated the same person, you know? And I guess that's what I like. Yeah, get out of the same bar, Emily. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Not jokes. 
So like they would like bring me to a restaurant that I didn't know mm. anything. Like for example, Dominican food. Like I don't know much about it. And they would be like, okay, well, I this is like I'm from I'm from Dominican Republic. I would order for us. So I'll be like, okay, sure. And then like I'll be like, okay, well. And then it, it got to be like like the fifth day, and I I have never ordered. He's still ordering for you. What? Yeah, like, like I was like, okay, this is weird. Maybe, <laughs> I, but I don't pay attention to those things. So I was just like, okay, that's a I'm little bit too. For you um, on the fifth day. like it's a little bit too extreme like i don't know if it's more of a red flag for me but i always look out for the little things i don't know if that makes sense Mm -hmm. it's like i don't know he just has to be a nice person like just be a gentleman and i'm good with that open doors yeah (laughs) he doesn't need open doors for me but like you could just i don't know how you can say like just little actions that guys do for you you could just tell if he actually has this like in tune with his personality or not like if he's actually considerate yeah Oh yeah, go for it. Sorry, what in Cantonese? What in Cantonese we call sai sam? Sai sam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I agree. So with that. yeah. Um, and another red flag, it's yo. Know, basically, we were talking for a little bit, and, he, and um, I was supposed to have a date with him on Sunday at night, and so that morning there there was just like, the F train was just freaking crazy. There were like a lot of traffic and stuff. So I that morning I was like, hey, do you mind if we postpone for the weekday? Like, I'm totally flexible. Just the tra- trains are crazy right now. And I don't think I, I'll, like, want to go an hour out to meet you in the city. And then he sends me these three paragraphs of text saying, like, oh, it doesn't sound like you're serious anyway. Like, I, all you girls are like this. What's wrong with you? And I'm like, <laughs> Man, what'd you do to him? <laughs> <laughs> Who hurt you, man? Who hurt you? And what did you do? Like, you were like, okay, sorry, you're a psycho. Forget that you ever have my number. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> I was like... I already told you, like, I can't. I'm totally flexible another time. And then he just kept going. And I'm like, I just ignored him. I, like, blocked him. Too extreme. Okay, so Jason, yeah. any red flags? Uh, <laughs> I feel like I've made myself sound too magnanimous here. Like, as if I don't I don't see any flaws with people. No, I see a lot of flaws with, with people. Um, I, yeah, so I think my red flags are more, like, not, not in the sense that, oh, you're a crazy person like you just mentioned uh or that i would not go i would not touch you with a 10-foot pole or anything like that i think my red flags are like are more like orange flags like okay so i'm probably we're not we're probably not gonna date like mm-hmm. we can be friends that's cool mm-hmm. like i'm i'm well up for being friends um but the uh, this orange flag flag tells me yeah i, I don't think we're probably we're that good for being a couple um so those orange flags i guess could be i don't know i could list a lot now that now that we've changed the color of the flag um <laughs> like, mu- like it, music taste incompatible mm. music taste like um like I'm, I'm i'm really into my music so if they like they think my music it tastes is shit um then it means that we can't discuss that or we can't go to any gigs together or mm. you know there's just less you know i listen to a lot of old music and if like you hate anything that didn't come out that you hate every anything that came out pre 2010 so i'm like well that's like 90 percent of my entire library of music so i don't know what to say to you mate um or yeah anyone who's just closed-minded i mm. guess uh to different people's interests because um you know i'm uh, yeah I've, I've got interests that are outside of the the, the u.s zeitgeist right so I, I watch football and that's not or well people here call it soccer i come from a different culture so if you're not okay with that or if you don't like it or you, if you find it strange and bizarre and you don't and you don't find yourself that accommodating to those ideas then then this ain't gonna fly right so i think those those are probably um my orange flags also if they're like super rude or like i don't know they say some shit about my friend you know what'd you say about emily <laughs> i said that too no jokes <laughs> rough 
long distance relationships. <laughs> Wait, Rosa, have you had one before? Yeah, like when I was in college, I was in a four year list long distance relationship. But Wait, it wasn't really? like yeah. four years. Yeah, well, thought, even more than that. Even more than that. I thought you were in the same college. No, 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 no. It was, but it wasn't that long. It wasn't like that long of a distance. It was like took hour drive or something like that. That's a mid distance relationship at best. Yeah, Don't yeah. flatter yourself. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, it's true because I know that, like, for example, like I used to, I, I'm always on Reddit, and I used to be in that Reddit long distance relationship one. People are like, we never know when we're gonna see each other. We live in like I live in Russia, and he lives in like Australia, and we haven't seen each other once. It's like not an extreme relationship, you yeah. know. Like, yeah, we've sent carrier pigeons to one. Yeah, it's like, damn. <laughs> okay, well, I guess question for you both. Like, what's the hardest part of a long distance relationship? Obviously, distance, but like, more specifically. Ladies first. You could go first, Jason. I, I know. I, I just ladies think, first. Yeah, okay. So, okay. Ladies first, I'm going to say, uh, speaking on behalf of all ladies, um, I'm going to say uh, the time difference. Mm. The time difference is the worst bit, uh, for sure. Because I think if you're in the same time zone you can still coordinate your day you get off work at the same time or you get off school at the same time you can still chat um if you're in completely different time zones then one of you is asleep while the other one's awake it just doesn't work you don't really find the time and then like when you want to socialize with someone with your friends then you gotta mix around your schedule blah blah, blah. it's not great i think that's the hardest thing to maintain i think people often o- overlook that bit of it because they- what's your time difference with your exes Six. uh so it was uh uk to hong kong that was one and the other was us to hong kong so that was worse uh so, us yeah. to hong kong jesus christ yeah T- tell us tell the listeners how many hours that difference is that is so uk to hong kong was seven or eight hours depending on uh gmt plus one or gmt and um us to Hong Kong is 12 hours or 13. Good stuff. We don't have daylight savings in Hong Kong because we have too much light. Too much of it. Oh, that's awesome though. I think the hardest thing for me was kind of like what Jason said. That not the time difference, but kind of like you sacrifice a lot of the present to stay in the past kind of thing. And it's because you're in this relationship, right? That you that you carry with you from another place when you guys were together, for example. And then now like instead of like meeting new people in your new place you're kind of like i mean you are meeting new people but at the same time you have to like carve some time to speak to this person that obviously you care a lot about so i feel like you're like kind of like try to be in two places at once you know like for example like me i was in a sorority and instead of like going to a party sometimes like my boyfriend would get mad and be like oh can we have a talk can we talk right now you know and i'll be like well i'm literally like in a party can we talk like yeah. later? You know, yeah. And it, it, it like, and, and then you feel bad, you know, because obviously you care about this person. If not, you wouldn't be in a relationship with them. So you want to make time, but then you don't want to sacrifice too much because, you, especially me, like I was in college, like you're young, so you don't want to like, you know, sac- not sacrifice too much. So it's kind of like a hard like balance act that you have to do. Especially like when there's uh, an emergency on the other side, like something happens yeah. and you're as you said in a party or you've gone to bed uh and the mm-hmm. other person can't find you like they um so you're not there when you're needed and when you wake up it's already done so you feel like you're missing out or you could have been there to help but you you weren't it's also like it's a really hard balance to keep because you you have to be organized and disciplined 
um, because you have to set like, okay, we're going to Skype for how many hours at this time every two days, every three days, every week, whatever, right? So you have to set that schedule because, so that you can keep to it, but also that takes out the spontaneity of it because mm. so it, it feels like a chore then it's like oh th thursday 8 p.m we have to we have to talk again it's like oh, what do we uh, what do i have to talk about it's like it becomes like you know one of those meetings like monday morning meetings that you you go to work you're like oh so what do i have to report about today or whatever yeah it becomes like when you have such a set schedule it becomes actually more of a chore than it is actually something you enjoy um so you have to find a balance between being too organized and being too free flowing. Yeah, how often would you like talk to your talk to them? What during a week? Uh, it's pretty like video calls, Skype calls, probably. Oh, it was pretty often. I was like at least three times a week. Wow. Yeah. And then for like hour, like depending on the day, I guess hours at a time. Yeah, yeah, they would. Yeah, very much so. And did you meet these girls like in person before? I've never met you... these girls in my life. Were with them in person physically before you were long distance? Uh, up. First one was uh, a summer, and then the second was six months. And how long were they each? The total uh, of the relationship. Uh, no, the first one was three and a half years. The second one was a little over six months, so it okay. didn't last much longer after I got here. Yeah. You know I, what I realized as you guys were saying this? I'm like, I wasn't alone in this relationship. <laughs> My first really? relationship uh, after college, because then I moved back to New York, and then we, I think, were long distance for like majority of the relationship was long distance actually, like six months. Um, where, where was where, where were you and where? where was I, oh, sorry? sorry, I was in New York, and he was in Boston. I think a lot, That's a fine. lot of it, Didn't communication is so hard. Part so much, it needs to be effort that's on both ends. Like I feel like you have to put in yeah, the same sure. amount of effort, or someone's gonna feel bitter at the end, or like think that there's no attention given to that person. You know, and like this is the reason why most long distance relationships do not last. Um, actually, just on my boyfriend and I were just talking about like the four horsemen of relationships, and it's like criticism. Horsemen of relationships. Yeah, actually, like there's a book. War, pestilence, death, and. Uh, there are four, and they're like criticism, contempt, defense, defensiveness, and stonewalling. When you're in a long distance relationship, like sometimes there's like a lot of contempt. <laughs> Because you're like, you always miss this call that we were supposed to have this call. And like for example, me, I was horrible at keeping time. Like, like it's a character flaw. I try my best, but sometimes like, you know, like I'm really like time like skates to me. And also like, so yeah. So like my, my boyfriend at the time would say like, you never make it on time, you know? And it's like oh my god what can i do and like you said it started becoming a chore like and sometimes mm -hmm. i would be like 10 minutes late and i would be like do i really want to join this skype call and be like berated for half an hour about being 10 minutes <sighs> late or should i just like whatever skip it in total because i had a bad day and i don't want to like i cannot deal with one more thing that's not gonna go my way you know you should probably still join the skype call i'd say my therapist right now she used to be a couples therapist and she says that she can tell like like she can mm. tell really easily but just body language if our relationship might make it or not right wow because I'll, and she says that a lot of people that go into relationship therapy like one of them already in their mind is already over you know like a lot of people mm. like that go into therapy uh couples therapy is like the end of the row you know it's like i'm done 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 i'm just here to like make you happy for you to shut up you know so it's good to just keep things ahead you know and like work on a relationship like always but i think it's hard to work in a relationship when you're in a long distance relationship yeah yeah for sure it's like maybe you actually do like gel 
real well with each other, but just the timing this never works. Mm, yeah, timing is important for sure. So I, I don't know. Is there anything to say about a lot of relationships, or you want to tell listeners about maybe uh, just like yeah, never don't pursue do them? Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. You think it's a good idea? No, it's not. It's not. Don't don't do it. I guess it, it's do better it. if it there at least there's like a deadline. It's like oh, I'm coming back in two years. That's what I was gonna say. Like a lot of people get into these long distance relationships without an ending in sight. You know, like I, for example, me and my boyfriend, we still ended up living together for a year after, you know, we, we stopped being long distance mm-hmm. and it didn't work out still. So not even like being to, but I think it's also like the problem is that when you are, for example, like us four years long distance and then now living together, it was like too much, you know, it was too close. <laughs> Maybe we needed to both have our own apartments first and like slowly. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think there needs to be like a gradual climb mm-hmm. down. Like you've spent so so long apart and then suddenly you're smushed together it's it's like way too quick way, way too much way yeah. too soon that wraps up our episode thank you jason thank you so much jason for your time your sincerity your being funny all around taking yeah, all your of honesty. questions yeah don't worry yeah, I was forced to do this. Okay, let's 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 be clear. You're not forced. Please, I'm not, I'm in a basement. I'm somewhere in Queens. Just, just unlock the door. Don't please find Jason in the basement somewhere in New York. Okay. Um. Another note. We'll see you all in the next episode. Bye. 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 Bye.